Big Monk hit me up Friday. He told me, you know, he was going to get fly. He wanted me to accompany. So cool. We, we rise out. We get to the destination. The sales associate must have had a long day because when we got there, it was just us and her in the store. She was just a chatty patty. Happy to see people. You see what I'm saying? Big Monk says something in the midst of conversation because she's just talking about everything under the sun. Bunch of wicked shit, too, I might add. Big Monk says something, something we. She says, whoa, whoa, I'm Latino. Now, hold that there. I already get upset when black folk, because we ain't got enough skin in the game, use words like black and brown. Prime example. They don't really be rocking like that. So fast forward, she gets to talking. Now, keep in mind, she looks like a pug. She took off the mask and was very puggish in the face. She was Panamanian. So she, one of the points that she made that really just irked me was how she was just talking about how, like, in the Latino community, it's not like it is in America with blacks. I said, oh, is that right? I said, I'm not too versed on the issue, but I'm like, you must not be familiar how Haitians get treated. And she's like, oh, well, they're not really Latino. I'm like, huh? I'm like, uh, you, you must not be familiar with a map. I'm not talking about uh, nationality or whoop-de-wop, because goddammit, if we're getting technical, everybody in that whole little region comes from Africa. But saying that to say is, you can't be knocking another man's house when your house not in order. You see what I'm saying? Not to mention, you can't be adding people to your wagon when your house not in order, a.k.a. us black people with them. Very interesting combo. She's hella wicked. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Raj Moo. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Uh, Rumble makes sense. Um, yes. I've, I've, I've advocated over the years for... Um, you know, we don't have to go out of our way to bend over backwards to be like black and brown. If if brown people want to get I down agree. with us, whatever. The the term that people been kind of on the fence about over the last few years is the people of color, person of color term. Mm-hmm. And how black people need to advocate more for black people instead of trying to bring everybody into the mix. So Rumble, just saying a lot of um, facts there. What y'all think about that? I, um, I... So like I I don't to me personally very quick I think if you look like you're black then you're gonna get treated like you're black and um and maybe she just hasn't had that experience yet but you know maybe she will I just think I just don't think like I think Panamanians look like black people well actually be, um, if we are to believe Rumble Panamanians look like pugs pugs <laughs> like dogs no no that's yes. <clears throat> that is that is messed up but uh, you know in complexion in in hair and everything like they typically look like black people they and do. i they just do. think it's very very funny that um like you that she's never been treated like a black person before like in in whatever whatever light she, it's well yeah, I, I think sometimes yeah you got to look at people how they view different things you know because sometimes i guess after being really black so long like you, you're black black for real so long uh, you know when people are treating you differently. You know what I mean? Some people don't even, they might be getting treated a little different and don't even recognize or know it. 
Um, and you know, plus what, you know, what she, what she is and how, wherever her life is, you know, how she live her day, life might be differently. But I think I agree with Rumble that, uh, you know, number one, I think nobody's been treated like we have on this earth like that for 400, you know, we took out this slave 400 years. And I mean, just in 1955, we was down bad. It wasn't even, you know, <laughs> it was still bad out here for us, you know, worse than it is now. So. No, I mean, I think we need to fight our own fight and, you know, they want to get out and advocate for it. That's fine. But I think we need to stop lumping them in our, you know, our cause and our problems like that. I think I I also think just in in light of everything going on, I I don't want to jump too, too far. But the whole uh, calling Kamala Harris a South Asian is kind of (laughs) weird to me. Like, so they did did say that today. That's that's all they've been talking about is she's the first black and the first South South Asian Asian woman, uh, you know. And the vice, the vice president, and so I just think that that's weird. Like, I, if if I was an Indian, oh, person, you met Carmel, like you met India, Carmela Harris. <laughs> what did I say? You said Kamala. Oh. Both of y'all. I mean, you said Ka- Kamala. Both of y'all wrong. Her name Kamala. I always do that. I always. I, I don't know. I just I, that was my favorite wrestler growing up. So it's hard for me not and to say. Call it. Her Carmella, Carmella, Carmella Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely missed her name every time I see. But anyway, yeah, I just think that that's weird to call us South, us South Asian. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's the same thing they did with uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, are y'all Tiger you watching Woods, it? You know, y'all on that documentary? Uh, yes. Yeah. Think a fool. I haven't gotten on it. Think yet. a fool. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just two episodes <laughs> in. It's a fool, fool. Yes, 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 yes. Can't wait for the rest of it. Especially when they get to the part when he was uh, military, when to be a black well, my, sniper. My favorite, my favorite stuff. Be the uh, that always be the origin stories of of documentaries. Oh, yeah. The day they come up with like the LeBron documentary or like the the last uh, dance with Jordan, I just be wanting to watch when them boys was in the fourth grade. Cutting and mm-hmm. Tiger, you got a yeah. whole bunch of video from when that boy was like three, four, five. We knew he was gonna be nice. Oh yeah, he was on he was on Johnny Carson. Like he was, yeah. There yeah. you go. He was like on a, on yeah. a big time. Yeah. I had saw that already though. Yeah, he was I, 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 I like the but home video with him in high school being a, being a big nerd. Well, yeah, the home video was yeah, being a big nerd with his little friend. You know what? You know what that made yeah. me think of, and um, I know we're getting off, but this is a really good topic. Yeah. Um, it made me think that Tiger Woods couldn't have been. Well, he couldn't have been with no black woman. One because his mama wasn't black, and two, his daddy was on them blinds. That's one thing. Oh, did, but the yeah. other part is. He couldn't. Black people don't accept lames. We don't nerds. Not like that. Um, people who nah. like awkward. Like not until you get successful. You got it. You like they wasn't letting Tiger <laughs> go over there and do what he was doing at them white folks' house at some at some black girls' house. Boy, they'd be like, man, what's nah, walking around with no shoes on, barefoot, no socks, barefoot, sleeping at his old lady house and shit. Like yeah, dan- dancing on the floor to weird music. You can't you can't go to the basketball court hitting the golf ball right. down the court. Let me ask you a question. Okay. I, I'm I'm very curious about that. What's your take on that idea that black folks are the most are the toughest group to break into if you weird? And I I, I absolutely agree. And mm. and I think I think that I um you know, I don't think that, I mean, okay, so I didn't make the best grades in school, but I still had, like, I went to private school for a little while, and yeah. I was, like, kind of nerdish whenever I made my transition to, um, Bell Place? Um, public school. Yeah, to Bell Place, and, and I and I held on to that persona for, like, a long time in, in a lot of people's perspectives, and it was hard for me to shake it when I would go to try to play basketball at the West End Park. Like, it was, 
it was like hard for me to be accepted. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like people looked at me in the same light. Like to be honest, which I think I'm pretty funny, and nobody laughed at my jokes gotcha. because they just, like, <laughs> you're not gonna laugh at like somebody like you don't think somebody cool if they make a fun like a good joke. You're not gonna laugh and be like, nah, you know, every dog has his day. Yeah, you know, broke clock is wrong is right twice a day. You know, you're gonna be on that on that energy. Um, what I will say is like I haven't seen the Tiger Woods documentary yet, but for sure. Um, going to being when I was in private school, I was shocked at what white parents let you do, sure. uh, like kind of in your free time, like in between dinner and and bedtime or lack thereof. Um, compared to you know my black friends, my black friends it was don't put your feet on my sofa. <laughs> my white friend was don't, let's build don't a fort. On, let's build a the fort. sofa cushions. Don't. Do whatever we want to do with these cushions. Yeah. Oh, uh, Raj, and you know I'm gonna co-sign that because. Our journeys was a lot simpler. I went to private school, tell Bell place my damn self. And there was this, there was, I, I would argue that it would probably be until I was maybe 11th grade until I felt fully like into the nigga circle. Like it took me like about a good four years where I felt like certain niggas were still on some, man, a nigga come from private school or whatever. That didn't necessarily, and I say that to say this. That if they might have grew up around a, a nigga, like they had people from Nigeria who you, they might have grew up around, like Mortal Kombat, like weird people that <laughs> that they knew if he was their cousin, maybe you hang out with them. But people didn't really hang out with the weirdos. But yeah. when you got to like high school and middle school, if you're a different type of black dude, it's hard to be in a in a group. You got to find your people. And I mean, for me, it just mm. was it was. You know, I found my people. I was hanging with, you know, my cats from Driver's Ed and other stuff. And, you know, I found my people. And it ended up working out. But it didn't That's necessarily funny. work out with everybody, like, in that way. Because mm. everybody either didn't want it or it was probably too difficult for some cats. Like, there's a lot mm. of dudes that we know, um, Raj, that just probably just was like, I'm not even going to try to be friends with black people. Like, your thing is, we talk a lot about how Raj hang with white boys and shit like that. But... At the same time, you still was cool with niggas. They got yeah. some people who didn't even try that, didn't even want it. Yeah. Because it's a difficult thing to do. Let me yeah, let they, me tell I you. I think that guy I, with Chili Bowl cut at the Trump rally. I think he's one of them. <laughs> I wanna I wanna address that because I feel like I feel like when I didn't get accepted when in high school, when I didn't get accepted um like in the black crowd, like in the you know what I'm saying? Like I I did embrace white people a little bit more. Mm. Um, then I'll probably norm, you know, would have, because like I came in bell place, like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking for that acceptance. And in the first place I'm going, the first place I really went was, you know, like to the, the people that I thought was cool and it was black. My cousin Brian kind of like tried to, you know what I'm saying? Like put me on in the crowd, but it just, it didn't happen how I wanted to. So I feel like in a sense, like at one point in my life, I was forced to, mm. um, to kind of like embrace my, my white friends because they accepted me yeah. for who I was. But I did have my people as well. And I feel like in my adulthood, um, you know, of course, I still have tons of white friends, but I do feel like I have like my kind of circle of of black friends that are that are, you know, that are close. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I always wanted that. It's like, fun. I, it's, I, I wasn't necessarily looking to like alienate black. It's people. funny how I you like it's funny how you put that, Raj, because at Bell Place. Like, my friend, when I first went to Bell Place, like, like I didn't know nobody. So, the one cat who was like, nah, come fuck with me was Chris Powell. Because we was partners at St. Edward's. So, it was mm-hmm. like, I'm hanging. But then some of these other cats, I'm like, I don't know all these other cats like that. Them boys, like, 
you know, and then the boys would be clown a little bit or we'd get into mm. it and whatever. And then one thing, another, I played football too, but it still was like, there was a disconnect there. So you, like, as you said that, I hung out with the people who I was in class with, who for me was white boys. The difference was, my mama was on some, you're not going in a white people house. <laughs> <laughs> for real. For real. I don't, know what, I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> Those are, don't know those exact words. Uh, and so ninth grade is when I really got like, you know, was in the black circle a lot more, but it was like my band niggas. It's like Eric King and them. And like, that's when I started running with them boys heavy. But like seventh and eighth grade, I mean, it wasn't really no running with nobody because it's just at school friends. So it was the white boys who was in class with me. I mean, I had, that's I had black friends I, too. It just was like, that was my closest friends because I had every class with them. Yeah, I think my mine went different. I I went to elementary school uh, with white people, uh, all white people, and then uh, in the, like a little a magnet school, and I didn't black people didn't start coming to that school till I was like third, maybe fourth grade, and then um, after that I went to Year Drive, which was mixed. It was uh, black and white. So then uh, you know, luckily I was able to play sports, but the hood, the hood, hood niggas weren't really rocking with me because they were like, oh, you know, you rich, you know, <laughs> all that type of stuff. But I had black friends, I guess, because there was, you know, most people who parents were, I guess, uh, you know, uh, middle class, you know, went to that school. So, you know, I hung out with them. We kicked it. But I never, I had a few white friends. I had more white friends in elementary mm-hmm. than I did in um, middle school. You know, it was all black friends. I had a couple of white, Chris Proctor on them, uh, a couple of dudes, Brent Ross, still my homeboy. Um, just a couple, but that was through football. Uh, that's and then when I, that's when I started interesting. playing school football, it was, um, you know. Uh, my friends was really black. I ain't had no. I really didn't have white. He friends. He had that like, intermediate bridge here that we didn't have, Raj. Like that's what, what I what I was thinking. I'm thinking Los the quarterback having no black friends would be weird to me. Like no, whatever. I was you know, element. I mean, it was, I mean, I had black friends. I played basketball in the hood. I went to church in the hood, so I had black friends. Just about my school I went to. I had black friends. I didn't have no hood friends. But who All my wants friends hood black. friends? I went, <laughs> I wanted but I wanted the, hood friends. You wanted the hood guys <laughs> to know you. You don't want hood friends though. Yeah, I don't want, they I knew me, hood but I, friends. I'm sorry, I didn't get hood friends to high school. Like I mean, I always had. I never. It wasn't a point. Even never was a point. I have no no black friends. I never I had wanted, that point. I just I had a lot of I had a lot of white friends up to school with them. I used to get invited to birthday party. parties. Mom be like, "Boy, you're not going over there. Now playing baseball, you know, you're not going over there. They want you to be a little monkey. You're not going over there, right? You don't know what that. Like I remember being specifically being in Boy Scouts and like either third grade or fourth grade or second grade something around that my mama wouldn't let me go to the um sleepover like i don't know that white people yeah. <laughs> i don't give a shit if you like camp out i'm gonna camp your ass out in this house yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real but i always had i always had black friends just was i didn't start like because most street boys very hood so i didn't get around them boys until late like seventh eighth grade and ninth grade by the time i played sports so everybody knew who i was by then when i got to high school so it was it was cool, but I, I never had like y'all had way more white friends than I did. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. just was cool with white people. That that all like for me, all, like just side note story, man. Uh, how my white friendage really kind of ended was in ninth grade. A little white dude we used to watch wrestling together and shit like that. He was in all my classes. Dude was just a little unhinged. We had the same birthday and everything. Um, mm-hmm. one day we was in class. We was fucking. Who's your twin? <laughs> we was uh. <laughs> We was playing chess. And so I checkmated him, but I didn't even know it was checkmate. Like I like boom, I 
played the play and I said check, but he really was checkmate. And dude, he, he got he grabbed the he grabbed the uh like some of the the chess pieces and threw them at me. He started throwing mm-hmm. them at my face. This is ninth grade, bro. People in the class. It was a GT class, so it was like maybe seven, eight people in the class. Of course, he threw, it was. He was he's throwing chess. piece, throwing piece. Then he just picks up the board and slap it on me, and he said, "What bitch?" And he slapped me in my fucking face. <laughs> God damn. So, so, damn I, so, so I got up and I get to choking him <laughs> and and they start breaking it up. And the teacher who, in retrospect, was a big, uh, probably younger than us at this point, but a big uh, racist, like sent us to Osbury and was like, uh, oh yeah, they, they was fighting. Not that man um, threw big chest like not that my face and slapped me in my yeah. damn face in front of people. Um, and they didn't say none of that, man. It just, I mean, shit, it is what it is. But I got in there with Osbury, and he was like, and that's maybe one of the first times I understood the the power of, oh, no, oh, this who my mom and dad is? And that man was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, you good. You good. Don't worry about it. You go, <laughs> go on back to class. Go on back to class. <laughs> Don't go, worry about go it. Go on back to class. Um, Put a bow in that story. That white boy killed himself like a year after that. So, I mean. You know, the boy ain't want that out. He was scared. Nah, I See, I didn't even say the fuck shit. I, I just allowed you to say it, though. <laughs> That's what you was thinking, though. <laughs> I think Eminem made a song about him. I had a bitch, a nigga who killed himself over you didn't want him, something like that. <laughs> but I, I think, I think those years are, you know, they formative in your life, and they do help you out being able to, you know, be see both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. I think they help you out. Then, you know, some people who only ever dealt with black people are only ever dealt with white people. You know what I mean? I think you you need to get, you know, you need to see both sides of the fence, and I think you know, your eyes uh, open a little wider, then you're able to, you know, see stuff in a little different light sometimes. The majority of the time, when you have both experiences, I've been yeah. always thankful for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's called having well-rounded um, upbringing. Yeah, and and ain't nothing to that. I mean, if I was only around niggas the whole time, or Ooh. only around white people, that'll burn Ooh. my boot at man. Let me tell you a couple of things <laughs> that burned my boot at this week. Um, speaking of, y'all was just saying some stuff about sports. I know some of y'all do coaching, and um, both of you guys have coached before. Um, I'd rather send 10 kids to college than win a state title. Burns my boot at. So if you win a state title, how many kids go? <laughs> None? I think somebody goes to college if you win a state title. I think that's the magic question. That's the question. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all debate. Because I've seen this. On too many walls over the last couple of weeks. Can, can I, and this is my other question: Has the the person saying that have they ever won a state title? Man, I don't listen, man. My name is <laughs> Paul, and that's between y'all. <laughs> I man, I honestly think I mean I see what they're saying. I see what they're saying. Um, I guess if you're gonna make the parallel between ten going and and not winning a state title and winning a state title and nobody goes, I can see what you're saying. But in my mind, I'm pretty sure. Um, if you want to stay title, you're gonna have you know at least around ten people going to somebody's college. I've never heard of a team who wins state and nobody goes to college. That's that's hard to do unless you're uh, zero A or something, you know. But I'm sure somebody's going to college off their team. And if you have two people going to college off the team, why your sorry coach ass ain't winning state title? <laughs> Let me. So you know, I'm gonna say this. 
I think it's very, it seems like, it seems like it's easy. Um, I didn't play, I didn't play football in, in high school, but I feel like I could have played at some JUCO. Like they had a JUCO that I could have played at. It seemed like it's easy to go play at a JUCO somewhere. <laughs> that, that, that's not true, Roger. I think, I that, think, I it, think is. it is true, Los. I, it have is, you, have it you, have is you ever true. met somebody who played at Middle Iowa Valley Central? Division four. Um, I've, I've never even heard of that. That's before. my point. That's, but that's the point. <laughs> schools that be out there with like less than high school um, attendance at football games. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. <coughs> so I think I think it's a little bit of a stretch to like flex on that. Like if you sent if you sent one kid to um per you know you didn't even send this kid. If you sent one kid to LSU, right, and then um and then you send Nine other kids to no name JUCOs in Division Fours and NAIAs. That is not a flex. Um, I I I just you know, and I'm looking Westgate dead in the eye right now. I'm looking Westgate dead in the eye because I think that that's a school that got so much talent, and and I don't and I think yeah, it's cool to be able to say you sent kids to college, but you're not winning no games. Like in and that's it's to me it's important. It's important to win those games, especially like if you want to consider yourself something. Sending well, ten kids to no name JUCOs ain't ain't like oh we are gonna put his name in the banners because since he was here for ten years he sent three hundred kids well, to no name JUCOs. To play devil's advocate, you did send a kid to school. They're better than education. And if I don't I don't think it's easy to get no JUCOs JUCOs because if they did, everybody who played football would find somewhere to go play football. At. I think they can if they if they start they can. Los, Los, them boys still be playing football after they graduate for like the fucking, the fucking Wyoming um roughheads. Like now, they got that's easy to that's easier to do than go to college. <laughs> no, I, I disagree. I think it's so many more colleges that than, than you even thinking about. But Raj, I'm gonna kick back on what camp. you're saying just a little bit. I'm gonna say that I don't. I do think it's an accomplishment, even if you send them to Middle Valley, whatever state, or JUCO, or whatever, or whatever. Because ultimately, they are getting an education for free. Yes. And that is a win. But my point with the statement that I really burns my boot down about it is, it's like the equivalent of saying, I'd rather have a loyal bitch than a fine one. You know? Like, what makes you think you got to choose? Like, you can have yeah. a loyal bitch who's fine. You could have yeah, you, 10 kids who go to college, and you can win the state yes. championship. Them niggas yes, acting yes. like it's a, a, it's a mutually exclusive thing. Is that's he the only do one or the other, right? He's like you got to choose this. This what and this and let me let me just let me just say why I had so much bass in my voice when I say what I said because <laughs> the boy's not going to school for free. Huh. The boy's not going oh. to them JUCOs for free. Getting them long. We just got you in there. Then you could play football over there. They're gonna let you on the team. Oh. You got to figure. Oh, well, you didn't say out. that. That's, well, that's what on. it is. I oh, just thought that, that was at, understood. At Westgate? I didn't know that was going how, on at Westgate. How, that's everywhere. How can how can Middle Valley, Tennessee, A&M State University, Junior College pay to have, let's just say, 53 people on scholarship when nobody got, goes they, to the game? They got a five-year phlebotomy uh, program. Man, you ain't no. never seen some of them video <laughs> shows where they be like one house where they all live in? You don't remember last chance yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> they make it. No, happen. no, I just, I didn't say it would lie, but they definitely make it happen. <laughs> they be, boys ain't they, getting no scholarships. Like it's not a, it's just a. Oh no, last year don't cost a lot to go to their school. It don't cost a lot to go there. Oh yeah, they don't get scholarships. I do think they walk on. Hmm. 
That's interesting. Nah, somebody can go in there for free. Hey, it's a lot to consider, man. But hey, man, that's 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 my point, and I'm sticking to it, man. Look, let me tell y'all another thing that burns my Buddha this week. Um, the ugly side of humanity <laughs> that people are lying about their statuses to get these COVID vaccines, bro. It's mm. it's just not a good look, bro. It's not a good look. I mean. I don't mind if everybody in my immediate family and friends got it and nobody else in the world got it. I don't care. However, I know that if that was the case, then somebody old ass grandma not going to get it. And somebody mm-hmm. who's got a pre-existing condition. Somebody's going to die that otherwise might not have. Because it is a zero-sum game right now. Now, the issue to yeah. me is... This is a government issue, and we're going to see what Biden does with it. But ultimately, we got to be better as people, bro, and not show the ugly side of humanity with this, man. That it's, just, it's different in every state, but but you, but you got to be, you got to keep it a hundred, man. Yeah, that's a tough answer still, humanity. I think it's, you know, it's always, what they say, it's two sides to every coin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be a good side. It's going to be a bad side, man. You know, I just think uh, all you can do is make sure that, you know, you're doing the right thing and, you know, your people around you are doing the right thing just to make sure, you know, everything is even killed and, uh, you know, and done in decency and in order, bro. You know what I'm saying? I haven't gone to get the vaccine yet or even registered for it because I don't have any pre-existing conditions, you know. My, my mother went and got it. You know, I know I knew she was gonna go get it. She said that three years old, you know. Uh I got an aunt who went and got it. She's on the front line. She had to get it. She's a nurse. You know, I have an aunt that has cancer. They had cancer be cancer twice. I'm pretty sure she's gonna go get it. You know, so you know, I'll I'll wait my turn when it's it come time for me to get that thing. Man, I'm not in a big rush to get it anyway, but I'll wait my turn, man. It it'll come I, when it's supposed to. I, I wholeheartedly agree with um, with y'all. I just also think that it should be harder to get. Absolutely. Like, true. You should have to show a doctor's documents. Yes, a doctor should have to sign off yeah. saying that you have these pre existing conditions, bro. Like, yeah. show me your ID. How old are you? Okay, and what position um, you got? You diabetic? Well, let me see the doctor's that says it. Yeah. It's like, remember that check they was giving at that time where you just go and fill out on the thing? They giving it out like that. Mm-hmm. Remember that check after the hurricane? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know nothing about it. I didn't do it. <laughs> you should have did it twice. <laughs> I don't know, man. Stop saying I'm you bad for humanity in one part, but, but advocate right for humanity. Right next to Walmart. They weren't, they weren't humanity. That was Houstonity. <laughs> was I don't Houston. know what you're referring to, man. My name is <laughs> Bennett and I ain't in it. <laughs> oh, okay. cool. I, I was just, on the other side of that corner two times. I mean, we want everyone to be vaccinated. I I can't hate on that. But Roger, I think you hit the biggest point. I think I hope you know this podcast that we we record on Wednesdays. Um, Joe Biden's gonna tomorrow for us. Yesterday for you. On Thursday, he's gonna release his coronavirus um kind of plan. Is what he's gonna start talking about. Hopefully, it's just like it's a big rollout with some more stringent requirements and things like that and some more you know smart people behind it so we get the ball rolling with these type of things because otherwise um the thing is from what i hear 
from the two people who went to get vaccines that I've heard of, the line is all white and Asian people. Hmm. That's it. That's it. That's that's not a surprise. Black. I got a question because to be honest with you, this this um like being able to go get the coronavirus uh, vaccine is new to me. Like when I mean new, I mean like I just found out just now. Mm-hmm. And um, is that a Texas thing or do they have lines in Colorado as well that it, I should know about? Each state is doing it differently because Trump really wanted it to be run by states. The rules mm-hmm. are different. Like in Texas, mm-hmm. one A list, you had to be 65. In Louisiana, you had to be 70. So neither of my mm-hmm. parents wow. qualified in in Louisiana, but they would have both qualified in Texas. Like it's, mm. it's stupid shit like that. Um, so Denver, I would assume, yeah, there's some kind of a protocol. You just would have to look it up and Google it, Raj. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a secret. Yeah, it's not <laughs> It's not the easiest thing on earth. No, nah, you got to go look, look. Like. <laughs> Well, Los, you're not taking it, right? Nah, I'm not taking it. I'm going to y'all some time, man. Waiting my turn. I said I'd wait my turn. No, I'm talking about period. Point I'm blank. Waiting my turn. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see how I, how I look on y'all. Uh, yeah, I'll make a decision after that. I'm scared of that crap, man. Wait for that zombie. Exactly. That's how y'all do it, man. Hey, man, look, let me I'm tell y'all blind. another thing that burned my boot at this week. Um, uh, Wayne, Kodak Black, and Kwame <laughs> Kirkpatrick all got um got pardoned it's by the Trump. long play quote 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 unquote checkers chestnut checkers the long play them boys smart the y'all thought them boys <laughs> what y'all thought them boys didn't know what they was doing <laughs> that shit burned my boot in boy the long play why you mad because Wayne played the long and Kodak played the long play why you mad. <laughs> Man, I thought oh, that was shit. so funny. I thought, no, Twitter, they had the up and down. They they was talking about how Wayne been making chess moves all his career. <laughs> Fuck. Like I a dude, dog. Dog. And they was like, y'all be playing with Kodak Black like he ain't got no mind. Like, bro, I, I, I spent a good 30 minutes taking, my feet went numb taking this shit, laughing at this shit, dog. <laughs> bro, don't people really believe that, like, Wayne, they approached him, I guess. That president Kodak like, Black like, is out here playing, putting like he got a big <laughs> fucking a big board putting, with um with, <laughs> with figures on it like battle techniques and yarn, shit. yarn, <laughs> yarn. <laughs> moving <laughs> moving bitcoins around that thing, but uh, <laughs> like it was it was funny how people were thinking how people was like I knew Wayne wasn't selling out y'all just got to be paid you know long play this like I thought it was funny I mean I know how it happened I'm pretty sure they approached him like hey man you going to jail you know get your black ass over here so I can get you out of jail man <laughs> it's real simple it's real real still simple. cool shit Roger <laughs> I mean so you know it might be true right but. I just don't like seeing people. I don't like seeing those guys talk about it. Thomas, it's just funny when you see it, like from the people that I don't know, like the the the, the news the newscasters on on Facebook is ultimately what's burning um, Amabude about it. Just to oh, see that on my feed, talking like like they know, like they talked to. Oh yeah, I just got off the phone with <laughs> the long play. Like that's kind of what, what burned Amabude about it. But yeah, Shut I mean, the I'm not sure Shut the fuck up, Doc. Shut the fuck up. 
I feel like Wolf if you Blitzer. show, if you like, <laughs> shut the, hey, Wolf Blitzer, shut the fuck up, shut hey. the fuck up, hey, hey Brian Gumble, shut the um, fuck. <laughs> you, you show love, oh you know, hey, like Connie Chung. <laughs> <laughs> like like outwardly, you know, like like, and it's like noteworthy. Like no, you don't expect Lil Wayne. I mean, maybe you do, but like still, like he just don't look like it. Like like a typical like Trump supporter, Kodak Black don't look like a typical Trump supporter. So like if they they show love and then and then they get clemency, like maybe it's not so far fetched to think that 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 was the long play. But I just don't like seeing. I just don't like seeing um, Kenny Kenny Maine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Anderson Cooper, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Hey, yo, Anderson Cooper, shut the fuck up. Hey, Anderson, shut the fuck up. Christina Payne. It's real easy. Sal Palantonio. Sal Palantonio. Hey, Sal. Hey, yo, Sal. No, it got to be somebody, the mix between music and uh, like. And goddamn um, culture, hey, 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 um, hey, what's, big it, what's your boy name? <laughs> no, your boy, um, Sway. Yeah, Sway. There you go. Hey, Sway. <laughs> hey, ter- hey, Terrence J. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Hey, what's buddy name off of uh, uh, Saved by the Bell? Who? Mario Lopez. <laughs> what did he, why did he pull? Oh, yes. Well, anyway, man, let me tell y'all the last thing that burned. My Buddha this oh, week. Um, this one's gonna be quick. <laughs> I love the fact that <laughs> black women, cannon. black women, <laughs> that black women got um, Kamala Harris and the, the the Chucks and Pearls. I love it. It's dope. Oh my god! What burned my Buddha is, dang, it's, it must suck that she's in a sorority and it's not yours. I feel like once you get to a certain level of dope, people don't want you to be in any sorority because. Then it's like, oh, she not one of us. <laughs> I just think that that shit's oh, no. got to burn some boot ass. Nah, they didn't care today. Oh, they didn't care, they didn't but care. They, what sorority they secretly is she cared. Oh, she's an AKA. Oh, maybe so. She's an AKA, right? So yeah. the Deltas was sitting they, over there like, yes, my my um, VP looks like me with a picture of like yeah. them with, and then people with their HBCU shirts on, but not the same one she went to. It's just funny how everybody oh, kind of no. clamming her, but she over here claiming Cablation. Cablination. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Tiger Woods in us. Uh, everybody <laughs> wore them. Uh, every, all the women were wearing them Chucks and Pearls t shirts today, and they with Chucks Gray, on. Gray made them like, all. Who who else? Shout out my dog Gray. <laughs> Gray came in there. Gray, Gray backed the truck in the building today. <laughs> had them thing like she had like six. I know about two three boxes on hangers. <laughs> I said, hey, I didn't know what was going on this morning when I got I was on my dude. I was like, hey, man, <laughs> Greg, what you doing? She said, oh, man, you know, it's, it's a big day. I said, so what, what's the big day? She should have had everybody running in their room, changing clothes. I said, why everybody got on trucks? I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> then I said, oh, Greg hit a lick. Greg paid mortgage today. <laughs> Easy. Selling t shirts to her co workers for, yeah. for Vice President um, Harris, man. I ain't mad at I'm just saying, whatever, man. Look, let's talk about it, man. What y'all did? Y'all watch any of the inauguration and any of the festivities today? Yeah, I watched it. What part, if any, stood out for you? Mm, 
I remember one part they kept saying, that's why I found out she was uh, Asian or whatever, South Asian. The lady said it like a whole bunch of times a day. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that at all. I had no clue. And Did you uh, know I she didn't... was Indian? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I thought she thought she was black. You just, you thought she was just African American? Well, black. I, no, no. I just thought she was black. Yeah, I didn't know she was African American. I thought she was just black. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I just thought she was just a Negro. But, um, and, uh, I didn't know they weren't going to have that many people. I mean, I knew they, it was going to be a scale down crowd, but they had like, they had a comedy show feel how they had it set up. <laughs> um, it, it was like made, it was made was for, t- it was made for TV look like more than made for in person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it looked really weird when they showed it. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I knew they weren't going to have it like crazy, but that was, yeah. I didn't know that. That's kind of funny. That's kind of, so I didn't watch any. I didn't watch any of it. I just wanted to throw this in there. I walked in the house and the um, like a basketball game was on, and it sounded like the announcer was on Zoom. Like he sounded like he was <laughs> coming through a computer. Yeah. Um. So I, I, that might be that might be the way you know the way things look. A lot of commercials and whatnot look like that too now. But um, I didn't get to. I, I work in a highly public place, uh, and it's kind of like taboo to have those things on in, in my place. It shouldn't business, be, though. So they show the kids. You know what the thing is? It never was that way. It's only that mm-hmm. way because of um, white people were mm-hmm. so mad at um, oh my god at, at Barack Obama. And then <laughs> Trump was so divisive. So for the last four mm-hmm. years, true. I mean, the last 12 years, I would assume that it's probably been a problem. But I bet it wasn't a problem with George Bush. I bet it, that shit would have played nope. in any store. And nobody would have cared, or Bill Clinton, or anybody else before. Yeah, it was only a problem. To I never thought about that. Went that back that far. Mm-hmm. Cause, I mean, we had we had eight years or four years of Trump, and then eight years of Obama. Uh, and I got two terms. You got two impeachments. We are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I never thought about it that far back. But yeah, like thinking about it, if I was in the same industry for Bush, it probably would have been on the TV. Like mm-hmm. without Clinton, it probably would have been. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't mean watching as a kid. We used to watch as a kid. Oh, we got a new president. Yeah, in schools, like when I was it. teaching, like uh, Barack, they showed it all in the classrooms. Like everybody mm-hmm. got to watch it. Uh, did they show yeah. it on in the classrooms to Delos? Yes, some people, some teachers did. You could tell who who was who today. Mm. It's real easy. Real, real easy. easy. Real easy. To, real. They to made an announcement too. <laughs> yeah, when they made an announcement, they had a website. It was it was the one they had one just for kids. I think it was Kiki Palmer, uh, kind of going through and explaining everything and what's going on too, as well. So it was it was dope. They had one just for kids. So that's that shit. But you can, yeah, it was dope. And you got to you could tell who 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 really didn't appreciate, it, especially with all the chucks and pearls, especially when your principal, two assistant principals, counselor, everybody wearing the chucks and pearls today, and then they come in. Uh, with that face, I don't understand the big deal. With that dick look, I got, I got, yeah. so I got about four takeaways, man. My first takeaway is uh, Michelle had to come over the ooh, that's and upstage ooh. that woman, cousin. She down bad for that dog. I mean, Kamala is, you know, a, a higher title than Michelle was, right? First lady she ain't, ain't Michelle as high. Obama, though, boy. She ain't Michelle Obama, man. man ain't, it was man. very clear when you looked at them women next to each other, man. You ain't Michelle Obama, hey boy. And you can Let tell me ask how your question because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Are we talking upstage physically or upstage intellectually? Physically, her presence was just you a could big, feel it through the just, TV. Just come down that aisle with a big fine black man, you know Ooh, what I mean? And, and then you over here with she, a little white dude with a hunchback. No, I'm saying <laughs> Kamala got a little bit of a hunchback. 
and and she got a little white husband, man. And then you you got her standing next Just to Barack and Michelle, cutting up the hey, they, the most hey. power couple of all time. And then she over there with Dog. this fierce burgundy outfit, cutting Ooh, plum outfit with the big belt buckle, made by a black the, designer, the, cutting. Hey, when they stopped at the top of them steps, I said, "Oh, Barack, was like yeah, it's me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's me." <laughs> This me, nigga. That was, that, <laughs> was, that, nigga. that was my first thought. My second thought was Garth Brooks made me laugh because he came out there doing his Garth Brooks thing. He was singing in his regular oh, yeah. voice, but he had yeah. jean, jeans on with a blazer. I just love fucking yeah. country motherfuckers. Who just yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and everybody was jabbing him. Like Obama grabbed yeah. him up like big homeboy dap. Like, I'm yeah. like, okay, I guess Garth Brooks probably with the shits. Um, that was yeah. two. Um, the third one, was the little girl? I can't remember her name. It's gonna come to me in a second. The she, poet. Uh, yeah, the little poet with the little, with the yeah. with the yellow dress, man. She was she yeah, was big time, man. She, yeah, her she name was, was uh, Amanda Gorman, and she said this poem and that thing was just it, it was next level. Mm-hmm. A young a little young black yeah. woman um up there doing her thing. Um, mm-hmm. so that was that was something that was real big, and and then the last thing that really really stood out to me was Kamala's. Um, I think her niece's dude, her nephew-in-law, nephew-in-law, boy came walking down behind Amy Klobuchar, <laughs> and that boy had them Dior ones on, and the yeah. internet went ham. Yeah, like yeah. who is on the stage with them Dior ones? <laughs> Why are you out here flexing hey. on their bitches? Hey. Don't you think that? If you had them Dior ones, that that's what you would have worn. Cutting. If I had them Dior ones, that's what I would have worn as well. I mean, the only thing that would have made it more fire is if Tim had them things on with some shorts that said Tim, that manual jersey, and them Dior ones on, and that shit would have said Timothy Dior manual. This podcast is to you, my stuff. Yeah, that's all I'm yeah. saying, man. Um. All of that to say, man, yeah, that um, that I would have. It's almost the sneaker ball idea. It's the mm-hmm. if you could, yes, I would wear my flyers kicks. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing else to say about yeah. it, right? You right, Raj. Especially, Whatever my most fireish kicks is, I'm coming down the and it's, steps with them. It's, it's out. It's not gonna be a lot of people there this time either, so I could kind of, you know, kind of chill a little and bit. And you know what? I might spend. The aftermarket three thousand dollars on them too. Now that I'm thinking about just it, just to do that. I mean, how many times am I gonna get to walk down the shit at an inauguration? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I would I'm do going, it as a super. Now that I'm head. thinking about it, yes, I would have probably went by them. I would have said, you know what, put it on my card, charge it. I'll mm-hmm. figure it out later. Yeah, <laughs> you probably made some money out just endorsing people off your Instagram. <laughs> Got you a little bio. Right, got me right. I'd like to, I'd like to imagine that Kamala Harris could get Dior ones if she wants them for her nephew in law. She might not want them for herself, but if her nephew in law is like, like her niece husband is like, hey, uh, you think you could get them Dior ones? She is say less. She should be able to, but I don't know how much mm. she knows that circle though. I don't know. She got I don't think time she needs to know that circle. I don't know she, she got could time put, to put it on Instagram though. She could put a picture of them Dior ones and say, looking for these. And if, you know what she's going to get? You know she's going to get a scammer. Nah, I think Raj China I think, did it because she, she would know the difference. I think Raj might be right. I think that 
once you um ascend to being the president or the vice president, you pretty much can. Get oh now, oh world. now she can get them before they even come in. But I mean, I think <laughs> after the election, she was able to do it. Yeah, they got uh, yeah, people. So. They got people out there that's sitting on them. Like that's just like you know what I'm saying. Like it probably would be honored to give to or sell them to her at re- at retail price or a very or lower than resale. Yeah, that's Kamala Harris. I just don't. I just don't think she's going through all that trouble to make it. That man got them shoes himself. Stop. That man might have maybe. money himself. I, don't no, I think, think he, he's a high ranking official at maybe Facebook or Google. So yeah, he. Yeah, he he ain't getting himself, I believe. But what y'all think about Biden's speech? I felt like he'd be rambling and he old sometimes, but still, it was a really good speech. He talked about bringing the nation back I, together and shit. I think he said exactly what he's supposed to say. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't really say nothing that like, oh, okay. He just said, I guess when you've been hearing some bullshit for so long, he said exactly what he was supposed to say. He just had a regular good speech. I don't think he didn't. They were trying to do him at work. I was like, no, nah, he did. He said what he was supposed to say. They wanted him to come out. I'm going to do this and that. Like, they wanted to go at Trump here. I'm like, no, nah, we had enough of that. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, I mean, I you, you got to turn the page on Trump ass. And I think the worst thing that you could do to him is just not talk about him. So, yeah, ooh. I, think, I think that's that's the play at the yeah. end of the day. Sometimes when people are narcissistic like that, you just don't talk about mm-hmm. him. And it burns him alone. Even more, man. But you know what I love to talk about? Edo's Cajun Cosina. From the first 10 minutes of the first conversation on the first episode of the Best Friend Weekend Podcast, we've been telling you about Edo Hand Car Wash. Man, Jay Harry and the fam been servicing, detailing, and shining up y'all cars in East Downtown Houston for as long as we've been doing this podcast. Black owned and operated. Yeah, you heard that right. Black-owned and operated, Edo Hand Car Wash has been the standard of an operation that uplifts the community and provides the service that we need every day. A quality hand car wash by good people. Listen, man, if you haven't been there yet, I don't know why. We've been telling y'all for years. What I got to do to convince you? Oh, okay, check it out. I got you. If you show up to the wash and give the discount code Best Friend Weekend of Wash Daddy, you get 10% off your visit. So we're hooking y'all up. Besides that, if you follow them on IG at E-A-D-O Hand Car Wash, you can find out which day of the month the Edo's food truck will be popping up. Oh, I didn't mention, they had their own recognized and awarded food truck on location with an authentic South Louisiana and Tex-Mex menu, Bruna and nachos, stuffed bread, crawfish tacos, all that, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Man, stop what you're doing. Go to your Google Calendar, make an event, and plan to come through Edo Hand Car Wash this week. 2919 Leland Street in East Downtown Houston. Edo's revolutionizing the hand car wash experience. You missed it this Sunday at the wash. They had Camilla at the wash. It was kicks night. They had them chucks on the line, washing them real nice. Her favorite meal is boot and nachos with a side of queso. She even ate the red bean to that thing. We call it off the menu. Hey, ho, we in this thing. Eatos. Hand car wash and food truck. I want to talk about a couple black women's stories, man. Um, the first, They're just two polar opposites. The first one I'm going to start with, which is probably the quickest one. They got a woman named Tichiana Coppage. She's a 21-year-old from... Um, Kansas City. And she basically got arrested, if y'all look her up. She got arrested 
for second degree murder after police say she tracked down a man who suspect was suspected of killing her teenage brother last week and killed oh, him. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And they said that Texas she was, remains on bond for twenty thousand two hundred thousand. And Buku rappers like, Ooh. I got twenty racks on it. I got twenty racks on it. We'll get you out. Is it okay to go get somebody out, cutting? And for two, cutting us? Isn't that what people usually want to do? Oh, you killed my people? I'm going to kill you. Should that even be a crime? Go ahead. Talk. Um, It's a crime. It's a crime. It's definitely a crime. It's a crime. I think, <laughs> no. I think it's a crime with time, Los. If you catch them in the, in the, in the first 20 minutes after they kill you people, you might. Oh, you distraught. You can uh, temporary insanity. You, no, you're protecting yourself and trying to do stuff, right? Oh, uh, even if you at their house, at, okay, okay. You can't well, go you back a week. It? Can't go back a week later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was insane, judge. But man, listen, I, don't, I don't mean, I, who wouldn't want to get their revenge? You know, you go murder. I mean, I think the rapper should band together and get out and get a fire your lawyer, lawyer, and everything. Like I, I don't have no problem with that, honestly. See, my, my um, thing I always think Mor- about morally is wrong, but I don't have a problem with. It. I don't think morally, you know, you shouldn't be killing anybody. But hey, you you kill my little brother, I'm be wanting the same revenge. Especially if the police ain't caught you. Let's think. You know? Let's talk about our worst natures for a second. I don't. I think in if I'm put in that position, and I hate to go down this route. Okay, so one of y'all boys get murdered. Boom. I'm I'm hurting. I'm like mm-hmm. fuck. Who did it? And then I find out who it is. I always thought my my go to would be I don't mind going to jail to to avenge y'all boys, but I don't mm-hmm. want to go to jail for murder for years. I don't yeah. mind going to jail for like a month. So I always think that my thing would be like you gonna go you pinch know, the nigga, grab grab a rope cutting and choke that man out cutting and stomp his fucking face against the you know what I'm saying like really fucking you jail for a little man. more than a month for that. <laughs> You know what I would? I mean, honestly, like if I had my way, I'm trying to see this. If, we'll get you a month. You are gonna get in the car? If I had, and get y'all gotta tell me what I could do in only. In, I, I want to stay in less than a month, but I do less than a month to or to avenge y'all boys. Maybe I, nah, I you just can't think pee you, on them. You got the blueprint already. You pissed the whip that nigga for forty minutes, minutes straight. straight. <laughs> no, that's I think that's even worse because I think they're gonna see I'm brandishing a firearm and it's. All yeah. kind of shit with a deadly weapon, assault with a deadly Attempt weapon. Kill, uh, I mean, out. I was being funny. I know. That. I, I I do. I I mean, after after reading uh reading some of this thing, apparently apparently uh her and the dude got like like they were shooting at each other. That's what know? she said. Mm-hmm. They got into, like gunfire. <laughs> well, you know, Sounded I mean, they, good. The, the evidence so it should show there should be some something around the way. You know, a she, bullet casing or the, something. She the only one who could tell the story at this point, huh? You ain't lying. He ain't got nothing to say. Shoot that man gun. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I mean, you, yeah, you think about somebody kill, killing your loved one, man. I mean, that's that is the the first thought. Your little like, brother. I'm I'm thinking to myself, man. They man, they killed my brother, and I gotta I gotta do him something. That's why I wanted hood friends whenever I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> you had somebody help you. Huh? <laughs> I gotta honor that man, you know. <laughs> man trusted me, you know. You got you gotta stay loyal, huh? Um, you gotta stay loyal to that man. Okay? <laughs> so, I, I'm just, I mean, I mean, a part of me like feel for feels for her, but I, uh, the other like part of me says, hey, it's a crime, you know. <laughs> Like chop him up and put yeah. him in the sea or something, you know. Like if you're trying That's to get away lot. with it, but don't. 
damn, you can't just go to uh, Lord. Look, I found him, Batman. <laughs> Shoot it out with that man, huh? Yeah. I, I think for me, it depends on what time of point in life I'm, I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like as a youngster, maybe 21, 22, you know, 23, you untamed. You know, you kind of look at life a lot differently than you do when you my age now. You know what I mean? Like my now, you might you might think before you react. You know, at that age, uh, I can honestly see her not thinking. How about choke you that know, man from behind and then put his arm in the car door and slam it to where you break that man arm and then slam assault. his face on the ground cutting and then bring him to the police station tied up. How long you getting? <laughs> nah. Now nah, you what you what question. you can do is uh be like, hey, I, I just accidentally hit this guy, make sure you were sober. And you actually <laughs> hit accidentally hit him with your car. Mm. And be like, I didn't so see him. I, He's this what I would be. <laughs> this is what I would be worried about. I'd be worried about that man getting out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if I'm if I'm out there, but that's what you want. Trying to do something to somebody like that. No, I don't want him to get out. Because if he get I, out, I then know. you shoot him. Cut that man. Tried to come kill me over that. Yeah, I was scared. Oh, I gotta I, do him twice. I gotta yeah. get him twice. I just happened to be at his house <laughs> when he tried to shoot me, but I. <laughs> so I got him. With look, all black look, on. I got him. I sh- I shot him in the leg. Uh, for y'all. He is. Go ahead, put him in jail. I'll do my time too, uh, my month. And then, okay, so now that man get out, and I, I feel like that man come and get me. You gotta kill him. I gotta though. always be on the edge. You gotta kill no, him. You know what you can't. You know what you can do. That might only get, well, you, you hit him with the overdose. Be like, man, we were just sitting there chilling, smoking. I was trying to understand why he did my brother like that. I guess he just had a bad bump. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga plotting sophisticated yeah. um <laughs> You gotta hit him with a fix that man a glass of water. You gotta hit him with the accidental, man. You gotta hit that boy with the Find accidental. Find out what restaurant bro. he go to. That's the only way you <laughs> get him. Restaurant he go to. Cause yeah. uh, Cause niggas go to beat restaurants. up the waitress. That's fucked. Beat up beat up the waitress that's no, and change clothes with her. That's more than a month. And put something in his drink. No, hit the hit Put a vial in his drink, and as soon as he falls down into the thing, say, Remember me? And you're the last person he sees. <laughs> and then when you walk out, you whip off the um the the waitress outfit it, real smooth. It you one, got just one taxi, hand though. Just you got one a taxi yeah. un, um outfit on. <laughs> yeah, no, you Send Uber. Show. You gotta drive Uber. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Y'all are you, stupid. You pick up a customer uh, at that same restaurant. Man, let me tell y'all this other story that's just hilarious to me, but it is what it is. It comes from Bangkok, actually Bali. So, an American woman who's been living in Bali during the pandemic is expected to be deported this week after she praised the Indonesian island as queer-friendly and offered to help foreigners enter the country despite its coronavirus travel ban. So, Kristen Gray is her name, bruh. And um, She's basically, oh, they said they're going to kick her out for spreading information that could uh, unsettle the public. They also accused her of carrying out dangerous activities and endangering public order by obeying rules, uh, by not obeying rules and laws. So basically it's two black chicks, right? And she went on this whole Twitter, Twitter daddy. She said, and this is what got her in trouble. Cause she went on this Twitter daddy a couple of days ago. She'd been so say I did a whole pandemic, her and her old lady moving out of America in my twenties has been a game changer. I've been living in Bali, Indonesia for over a year with my girlfriend. We initially moved for about six months uh, stay in Bali to stack some bread and elevate our lifestyle. I was broke, struggling to find work um, the entire year 2019 and wanted to take 
um, a stab at entrepreneurship. I also wanted to get out of the survival mode and tap into how I could thrive. After getting rejected for jobs and living off savings, trying to make my business pop, my girlfriend and I decided to book one-way flights to Bali, Indonesia. This island has become is been amazing because of our elevated lifestyle at a much lower cost of living. I was praying, uh, paying thirteen hundred for my LA studio. Now I have a treehouse for four hundred. December twenty nineteen on the left, January twenty twenty one on the right. Obviously, it's some pictures. Her name is Kristen Gray at Kristen Tootie. Being a digital nomad is everything I was able to successfully transition my graphic design business on the road. I work 100% for myself. The beginning was challenging, but I've grown more as an entrepreneur. When I think about it, it's super clear that the move was intuitive. Bali is where I was supposed to be throughout, throughout it all. There was an energy about the states that I had to take a break from. Bali was the perfect medicine. In March, when the pandemic hit and our six-month plan went out the window, we decided to stay in Bali and wait it out, and we've been here ever since. So major benefits of moving to Bali. Safety, low cost of living, luxury lifestyle, queer-friendly, black uh, black in Bali community. And so that was her big post, and it kind of went viral. A bunch of, like, over 36,000 um, reposts. And then the people in Bali heard about them, living their best life, and they put their ass True. out. What do y'all with that? What y'all think about that? Because to me, it's just it's so comical that you can't just sit there and just chill the fuck out, huh? You gotta mm. go online and and, and let everybody know that you oh we balling in Bali. Mm-hmm. Bali say, mm-hmm. that's not how they work over here. <laughs> you got lucky. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> for real, just enjoy it. Just enjoy. It. Just say I'm thankful for my blessings. I love it here. That's all you got to say. You don't, but you advocate. No, people don't want people out there like that. That's why you're able to live that way. They don't want people out there like that, man. Chill out. Enjoy your life. Relax, man. But you want to have a whole write-up about it, with all these unnecessary pictures and, sh- and shining on people. Some people not playing that. You, but, you, I mean, I feel like you've been still laying that, uh, standing there this long. You have to know that, right? Well, I don't you even know, know if it's, how would you, well, how would you? Yeah. But you live there. You got to know people don't. But I'm saying, but how would you know? How would you know that they're gonna deport you for just posting something on Twitter? But you got to know they don't play that. They don't play no bullshit. There's certain things you can't do. Certain things I think they got too comfortable. I I mean, I'm saying I'm just one person. Mm -hmm. But if you're gonna go live there, you got to know some of the rules. But I'm saying uh, what I okay. What I'm asking is, is if I go somewhere and I'm like, man, this shit fire. I don't expect the governor to see it. (laughs) Like I go to. Well, no. I go to. If I go to uh, Wyoming and I'm like, oh man, it's nice out here. I don't expect the governor to retweet me well, or the mayor to retweet I think, me. I think it was a little more than it's nice out here. You was trying to get everybody to come out there and making a pitch like, hey, if you're struggling to catch it one way out here, it ain't that bad. But this wasn't somebody that was like an Instagram model like with 5 million followers and stuff. This you was just a regular person. You don't have to be. Chill out. Regular people never necessarily think you're going to go viral. That's I true. mean, I'm assuming people, she was but trying you know, to. But you but know, out there they don't play. They don't play that. They 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 monitor all your stuff. Everybody know that. How you know that? I don't know what go down in Bali. You didn't know that? No, China. Oh, you don't. You don't read. You don't read enough. Or listen to audio books. They say Bali is actually one of the more um, progressive places out there. That you, I mean, they wasn't lying about what they said. They, I, no, the, the gist of them trying to kick them out was more, I think, in line with. 
the idea that they was trying to get people to come during coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, yeah. I I think it's more so along the lines it was trying to get Americans to come. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's not just people, Americans. Man, I'm hoping I'm I think the people are like, nah, we ain't really fooling with y'all right now. Y'all, y'all tripping. Y'all got a lot going on. Yeah, y'all, y'all live in Houston. It's, open, it's wide open out there. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> Girl, we got only four hundred, and I get a treehouse. <laughs> that treehouse probably fire for that Bali. <laughs> I know Bali sounds like one of them places that might be kind of fire. Like it's in Bangkok, though. <laughs> if you're black, you know, you, you know, if you're black, people that sound fire. Yes, if you're a black woman, like <laughs> the black women travel agency has to like Bali. <laughs> you stupid. They're deporting her and her her girlfriend. Mm. What's now? Girlfriend didn't even didn't even do nothing. What? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny part. She's just sitting there. Okay, Miss Alexander and Miss Gray. That's their names. And I'm not even gonna let y'all do it. I'm just gonna say it. Now cue up that music for nothing nice. To you know they're saying you can't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't. Say nothing at all. Nothing, nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? Shit, on Sunday night at um, 8.17 p.m., probably about the third quarter in the game, my mama sent me this message. Uh, she sent it to me, to my daddy, my sisters, and our significant others. And basically, it was an image. And on the image, it says, I'm a black and gold wearing, heart pounding, chicken eating, Dallas beating. New Orleans loving, screaming, and yelling diehard Saints fan. And the caption she wrote under it was, Go Saints with an exclamation point. Man, that shit deep. That shit deep. If you really think about it, your mama be hitting you up during the Saints game. Your mama be hitting you up during sporting events because she know what time it is. Let me ask you a different question. What did your mother say to Buccaneers fans from Louisiana? How about your siblings? Did they hit you up? Better yet, anybody in your family? Would y'all were y'all hyped together? Would y'all was your mama buying you Buccaneers gear for Christmas? Does she even know who your team is? Does she care? I mean, it doesn't even matter that the Buccaneers. I mean, in that res- respect. Cowboys are even a little understandable in Louisiana because I know people whose parents are are Cowboys fans and they're Cowboys fans. It's whack that they're from Louisiana, but at least they got somebody to like talk to it about, right? I fought with this message to our group on Sunday morning and I I never stood by it more um, profoundly than that message like now. He said, if you're from Louisiana and you're not a Saints fan, you're a whole ho at you. Just facts, though. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about hoes with who need the internet to make friends and can't be happy for their own people. So I won't say nothing at all. I mean, I just think that that shit is, honestly, that put it in perspective to me. Because my mama don't always text about stuff. But obviously, I'm like, oh, she watching the game and she like, mm-hmm. on some who that, I know y'all all yeah. watching, let's go Saints. Yeah. That shit deep. That shit run deep for me. After we lost, I'm like, man, fuck y'all niggas. Which, who are you, you? You excited for who? To talk to who? Did your mama hit you up? No. Mm. Your family hit you up? No. 
Nobody cares. Nobody cares about what you're doing except for your couple of troll friends you got online that you're not even really friends with, that y'all never hung out yeah. in real life. Y'all just kind of know each other yeah. on the internet. Clowns. Yeah. Yeah, I want to, I, I, I'm not going to speak too much on this because I think the world knows how I feel. Um, <laughs> but, um, but what I will say is that like, I got an, I got a, when I get an idea, sometimes I think my ideas are great. I got an idea. I'm going to make, I will make a very, very funny and disrespectful video about that. Um, at some point in my life, I don't. It don't have to be this year. It's just gonna be at some point in my life. I got a very, very disrespectful yet funny video to put out about um, the people that you just spoke about. They deserve okay. it, though. They deserve it. No, I, I'm like, I'm saying, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not holding nothing back. I think it should be this year, like next next couple I, weeks. It, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. Like I'm working on the script. I'm I'm reaching out to a couple of people on Instagram for casting. Even uh-huh. before the game, I was thinking about, like, could I really go to grad school and, like, write a dissertation, like, for a PhD on, like, fandom? You could. Cutting it. What does that you mean, could. like, in the sociology How deep does it run? Like, what? Yeah. What, what makes someone be a staunch opponent of their home city? I mean, you know, here a lot of them, they're like, oh, no, I'm not from New Orleans. I'm from Shreveport. Mm-hmm. They'll come up with whatever reason, but I think I think it ultimately. Yeah. We've said it before. It just it just it's just weird. Stupid. It's a weird yeah. flex, and it's like I said before. Like my people, uh, Blue, I respect him because Blue mm. like the Cowboys, but Blue like the Saints. You can do both. Yeah, it's the hating on the team from your spot cutting. It's just cutting us behind me. I mean, I live. We live in Houston, and we don't hate on the with the Texans. We think they do dumb stuff. Yeah, but we don't hate on him. I be rooting for the son. Well, I used to. He gone now, probably. But <laughs> I want them to do well. Just if the Saints play him, just know where I'm at with it. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want people like and like you said, like Blue and like like Cowboys fans, like Steelers fans, and it probably stops right there. I just want people to have. I just want to. I want you to have a reason to be a fan, not just that's who I played with on Madden when I was younger or. Well, I couldn't pull for them because my homeboy is pulling for them, so I chose this team. Like, the fact that you can brag that Tom Brady is your quarterback and they got all of these weapons and all of this stuff, it's just like, it's literally <coughs> sheer, like, just luck. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm just going to pick a team in one one span out of my 75 years of lifespan, them boys going to be good and I'm going to have something to brag about on Facebook. Like, that's just lame to me. It just don't make no sense. And I think that, you know, I've already said this openly, I think that there is something mentally wrong with <laughs> someone that decides to pull against, a, like, you know what I'm saying, the team, like the, the state or the place that they're from. It, that don't make no sense. It kind of runs this idea to me, Raj, that um, I kind of had this idea always about how black folks, I, I think I got it from LL Cool J on a movie once, that black folks always want to be a part of something. And they always want to be um, like a part of something that's great. But also, I think that niggas always want to be like different. And they think that mm-hmm. if I'm different, that makes me better. And they just can't be like, let's all do the same thing. No, I have to hate on what everybody else's number is. And it's like, it's, it's so tribal. It's so like black people at our, our core. Because we've talked about this before. White boys don't be like this. White boys like the Saints. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's just a weird flex. And at the end of the day, I mean, who are you celebrating with? 
That's my mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Who are you celebrating with? But because see, people, like, people like they don't fan. like don't like celebrating with nobody. They want to celebrate. They just want to celebrate against you. It ain't about celebrating with nobody. <laughs> You're celebrating against you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they got nothing to do with being with nobody. It's, oh, wow. We, we want, I'm going to celebrate against you in spite of. That's all. I just, I also think it's funny. And I actually, it's so funny that you brought this up, Al, because I, 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 I thought about this a lot this past week. And I, I stayed away from it. Um, I even posted something about the Pelicans last night. Yeah, I saw. Just, just to like, because I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to get lost in the in the because I'll I'll start going ham and I don't want to do that. Um, like if you if you like another team like that, like and you die hard and you rub it in everybody's face and you post in the news about your your other team and some free agent that you think y'all can get and all of this stuff that nobody really cares about. Um, like like if we having a party, right? It's gonna be mostly Saints fans. I would imagine, like. When, if we have a party, we're not gonna have you there. Mm-hmm. Like that got that gotta suck. That we know that you a troll, and so we probably just not gonna invite you. That gotta suck to be that dude. I'm gonna watch so the game light, by myself at the at the sports ball at at yeah the daiquiri shop. And the thing is, <laughs> let's see, let's even go, let's even go the extra mile and say that you don't want to be there. Well, cut. You don't want to hang out with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like all your friends are Saints fans, Can I? but you don't like Saints fans. Uh, so I'm yeah, I'm gonna just actually go down to the bar, to the sports bar. Let me let me make it even Ravens more. Game. Let me make it even more lame, though, Raj. Canaan got no Ravens or Buccaneers sports bar in Louisiana. <laughs> this is true. That's that's another thing come on that TV. makes it. That's so that's another layer. Clown. If you go to a restaurant, you gotta ask them to put it on a little TV, and you don't get no volume. Yeah. I don't think there's any reason for the bars in Louisiana to even purchase Sunday ticket. Did you, we gonna watch the Saints game? Like, we, it's a small, the smallest market in the NFL. Like, I just don't think that the Saints can afford to not have you as a fan. <laughs> like, we need everybody. You go to LA, man. They got a number of people to be fans. They got people that got fan that's fans of other stuff. We need. I think. I think. I think the Saints need every fan in Louisiana. To be honest, mm-hmm. that's what. That's how I feel. I mean, ultimately. Mm. It just sucks. It sucks that we, we took yeah. that L. I mean, it is what it is. It was it was horrendous performance by Drew Brees. And everybody could talk about who the problem is, what the problem is. Um, y'all boys been hearing me all season. I hate Jerry Cook. I've been hating Jerry Cook the whole season. It is small ass legs. I'm like, he's gonna fumble every time. The last time we played him, he dropped two he dropped a touchdown, he fumbled another ball. He's a clown. He lost a fumble last time we yeah. played. So I just was like, that clown, like, every time he, he caught the ball, I'm sitting there like, whatever. And, Rod, you're right. We had a, we, what we had was a house of cards, meaning that we had to play pretty damn close to perfect. If not perfect, one turnover. Maybe two. Right? Three is way too much. Three, four is too much. We're up by what? Seven, we're up by what? Seven or four? When Jerry Cook fumbles four, at the three. 40? I mean, we going in to go up two scores if we just execute, take our time in the third quarter, up by eleven. Whole different we're playing game. Playing good too. It was playing completely. We playing like we supposed to play, making the plays. Whole play different game. Defense playing how they were supposed to play. I mean, we 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 had the. It was yeah, the we defense. To be. The defense can't be hating on. They gave up thirty, but they gave up twenty one off of turnovers, one from the one yes. yard line. Get out of here. Yeah. No, like mm-hmm. outside of turnovers, they gave. I mean, uh, turnovers they gave up three fucking field goals. Like. 
The yeah. defense played their so, ass off. It's just yeah. Drew Brees is cooked. His arm was terrible. Yeah. And his wife came out and said he had a uh, torn rotator cuff. It's time for him. Yeah, he gotta he gotta go. He gotta be done though. Yeah. I said he should have retired before the season. I'm documenting a podcast saying it. It is what it is. I would have loved to run that game back with another quarterback and see how we would have did. Just curious. Hmm. I, I would. You know, it's funny. You say the same thing about the Minnesota game last year. I would love to run that game back with another quarterback. And I mean, if Drew does it to us again, it's selfish. I'm just being honest. If he comes back, it's selfish. No, I mean, it's, uh, uh, I, I think that's when Sean Payton got to be like, hey, brother, I don't let it go. But I, I, th- I think he's gone, though. He probably got a player option, bro. Nah, I think he's gone. You know, I, I was I actually was thinking about it. This year would have been a fire year with the with the amount of first first round quarterbacks that they got would have been an awesome year to be bad. So I almost think it was selfish for that man to come back this year. Like we all had high hopes and I was glad he came back in the moment and everything, but when I look back on the season, it would have been nice. It would have been nice to be bad this year. It would have been nice to have that Atlanta that Atlanta um, um, record and be picking four. Thing is, instead of be picking twenty eight. Thing is, Sean Payton not built that way. Mm-hmm. I, I think even with Taysom Hill the whole year and Jameis Winston one or the other, them niggas would have still went ten and six. Them boys would have still made the playoffs. They, you think oh, so? Yeah. Yeah, we too good. Best roster in football, man. It's just the, the yeah. quarterback play wasn't right, but. It is. I mean, Sean Payton. Sean Payton not about to go tank no for no no rookie. He got to retrain. He he, tell you, he gonna give me what I got, and I. I, I think I, he ready I, for. I think he would love a new challenge with a new quarterback and try some stuff to say that. Hey man, I ain't been losing these games. It been Drew. I, I, oh yeah, I mean, but I, I think I think if if you have if, he, if he's honest with Drew, I think Drew, Drew knows. I think Drew know it's time to, to give it up. And I believe uh, Sean going, you know, they'll make it well. I said, this, so bad. I said the same thing about that Boosie said as soon as he, I said, man, if you wasn't out there with Trump, then I said that shit like that. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Hey, man, I'm a, I want to leave y'all with this one point, and this is a, this is another thing. I'm just curious. I throw this out there, see what y'all boys think. Is it time for them to start saying that uh, LeBron only wins in the West because they ain't got no competition? <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> the only reason LeBron keep winning is because ain't nobody in the West. <laughs> when, how soon? No. How soon is that gonna be? A Have thing? you heard somebody say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Raj, think about it. Everybody leave. Everybody leaving. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's everybody. Well. Well, according to LeBron, no. Oh, that's that man. He's just playing against garbage all the time. That's all it is. Ain't nobody but Kawhi knew. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's a question. I'm not going to lie. That's a question that I'm going to have to sit on. I'm going to have to sit on that one. And I don't, I, of course, I, man I, just in the moment. I, that dude is great, man. No, no in the moment. Los, let me, let me say it. In the moment, I disagree. Like, I disagree. I do think that he won a lot in the East. I do think that, that about his earlier, earlier in his career. But I'm gonna have to sit on that on that on that West thing. But I think he I think he just winning. I think he got a team, and I think he's in a place where he can attract actual role players. That's that's how I feel about LA. Can I can I say this? I just think sure that motherfuckers run from the king. <laughs> Fuck. You think so? Yes. 
I could get to the finals against him if I go team up in the in it. Like James Harden didn't mm-hmm. want that. James Harden ran away. Kept, I yeah, kept I, James Harden realized he couldn't take no team there with him at the head. He need two, two more people with him. That's what he realized. Right? Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant went Chris over Paul? there. Who else? Drew yeah. Holiday went over there. Uh, who mm-hmm. else? Give me some people going to the Eastern Conference. They went. Yeah. Oh, they go. Uh, oh, they over there. Went over there. Yeah. Oh, they there. Yeah, my, thing, my thing is, dog, yeah, even though he's in the East with Cleveland now, he he beat some good teams. He, he just was fucking good. Like, <laughs> why that man just can't be great? <laughs> Dude, just great, man. I just think oh, it's yeah. an interesting narrative that's going to start happening that LeBron ain't got no talent in the West. He yeah. he cleans out the fucking conference, man. LeBron is that dude, man. One boy feel like they can't win against him. He's like, all right, let me make this move, man. Like I said earlier this season, man, I would love to see the Nets against the Lakers for the next two, three titles. LeBron going to wash them boys, bro. Unless they get some new players on their team, LeBron going to wash them boys because they don't have nobody to check Anthony Davis and LeBron. Period. You know what I? You know what I really? You know what I? I, I wholeheartedly think. I, so let me tell you. First off, I disagree. Okay. Um, not that they don't have nobody that can't check them. I just don't think that there's anyone that could check Kevin Durant. Uh, okay. That's like. That's fine. No one. No one in the in the world can check Kevin Durant. This is this is this is where I think we disagree on this. I understand what you're saying, but there's only a certain amount of usage that Kevin Durant's going to get. He's not going to take every shot. My thing is, I mean, looking today, though, the fucking Cavaliers beat the damn um, the Nets. They don't they have the no defense. The now they're mm-hmm. gonna have to they're gonna have to put it together. But Anthony Davis, there will be nobody who's going to check him. Like nobody, they don't have anybody on their team. Like I don't know yeah. if they'll particularly win the Eastern Conference. They going they have, they have to put uh they going to put KD on uh on uh, what you call it? I, on who I think it's gonna be on one Anthony of those, Davis one of those, who you put on LeBron <laughs> uh it's gonna be one of those matchup one of those matchup things Lillebron Lillebron score fifty I would do Lillebron score fifty to hold everybody else type type series is where I think if I don't think that the Bucks can beat. LeBron, like I, there, I think there's no way the Bucks make the make the finals. I don't think that the Bucks can beat the the Lakers, but I do think, I do think that the boys could. I think that the Nets could beat the Lakers. Oh yeah, I I, I think it would be a game. I just think as they're currently constructed, they ain't gonna get it done with 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 DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> That's just not gonna get it done. That's not gonna happen. They gotta go still yeah, make a hundred. Was over there. Veteran minimum. They need a Markeith Morris or something. Cause they need somebody. <laughs> they need the other. They need, we got one of them brothers. They, they need the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need them all. They need something. <laughs> hey man, listen man. We appreciate as always. Y'all come kicking out, kicking it with us, man. Um, new day, man. New president. Let's see how our country is gonna react. Um, and we appreciate all of the the loyal listens, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Sure. Until next time, man. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye, 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 bye. Make it the best friend weekend. Bow, 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 bow. And we out. <coughs> 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 <coughs>